Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Jeffrey, and this episode is going to be a few off-season reminders for kind of myself, but then for you girls as well. <laughs> I really do heavily suggest to scroll back massively into last year if you haven't already, because there's a lot of off-season topics that um, I cover. I covered a really good episode with my husband, Joe Jeffrey. I might just get Holly to repost it actually. But yeah, really do make sure you're scrolling back on the episodes. I think it's like, I think we're at like a hundred and way over a hundred and something. <laughs> but make sure you are going back because there's a lot of really valuable content, especially as a lot of us are going into the off season and the post show as well. So I literally want to go through the reminders, the things that need to be said, you need to be reminded of. We all know it, but sometimes we need reminding. But I think it's a really, really good time to do this episode. So first one, it's okay to not be perfect. I feel like sometimes when we put ourselves, we have such high standards of ourselves. And I think when we're trying to hit 100% all the time, if we don't hit the 100%, we see ourselves as a failure. And I think sometimes that's when the fuck it mentality kind of comes out and that's when things really do or can start to spiral because it just completely makes you feel not motivated at all because you kind of get into this thought process of what's the point I've already like messed up the day or what's the point of doing it when I've not been a hundred percent. I know sometimes what I say, I always think, oh, are people going to think like less of me? But I don't even care at this point because it's honestly the way that I do things. And I'm not saying that my way is the right way, but it's the right way for me. And it might be the right way for yourself right now. If you are listening to this and you are struggling to keep this 100% all the time, because it can, trying to do 100% in everything in your life is actually quite exhausting and it's quite tiring. And you might be able to do it for like a few days, but we are all human. Like I've just done a life audit, right? And I had to do things in terms of percentages. And there's a few things that are like a pretty low on low down actually. There's some things that are 40, there's some things that are like 70, 80, there's some things that I've I've put like 90, 100 percent good, but it's like I'm not looking at this right now and going, Oh, I'm a failure. Oh, I'm just what's the point? What's the point? Like I'm happy with that and I'm happy that I don't have to be perfect and you can still make progress without having to be this full-on perfect person. So just don't feel bad if you are feeling like you're not able to hit that same 100% every single day because it doesn't, I don't care what you say, no one's 100% all the time, okay? Next one, it's okay to shift the focus and priorities during the post-show and off-season phase. You've got to think in terms of prep and time, you spend a lot more time on yourself if you're doing cardio like an hour a day, that's seven hours out of your day. And that's without even considering getting on the cardio bike or the stairmaster or driving to the gym and back. Like that is a lot of time that obviously you prioritize to your prep, to yourself. But it's okay to like kind of rejig that time or the time that you kind of gain back from not focusing on prep and shifting it to different focuses and priorities outside of bodybuilding. Like, that's why I call this podcast not just Keeney Girl, because we're not all just bodybuilders. Like, we are, we have got a lot of other things going on. A lot of us are parents. A lot of us have got full-time jobs. And 
we don't just have that. Like we all are completely different and it's okay to shift your priorities and focus and not be full on bodybuilding all the time. Like even though it's always, I think for a lot of us, it's always in like the background, like it's always going to be there, but it doesn't always have to take the front seat every single time. For the past three years that I've been off stage and not really like prepping or anything like that, like that's been very much my life. And I've still been able to make progress, be happy and almost kind of find who I am as well, away from competing, away from being in the industry. I think that is so, so important to kind of nail. That's kind of what I found anyway, but it's okay to shift your focus and your priorities elsewhere. It's not the case that you're completely like, you know, disowning bodyboarding or not putting enough attention to it because you still can. (laughs) You still can. But I find kind of taking a slight step back in the off season, still, you know, food, training, everything like that, sleep, still making sure all those baseline things are done, but pushing your focus to friends, family, time for yourself. I think it's just as valuable as all the other stuff. And that's the thing, that's the things that like a coach won't tell you is important because that's not their job. Their job is to tell you, right, this is how many steps you need. This is the cardio you need. This is the food you need. This is the training that you need. This is the sleep you need. Supplements. But they're not, they, they don't know what's best for you with everything else in your life. And you're the person that's actually in the driving seat for that. So don't feel like guilty. Um, yeah, just don't feel guilty for wanting to shift the focus and priorities a little bit differently in the off season. Next one I've put down is oversized is a vibe, okay? If you haven't gone on Pinterest and searched all the oversized things in the world, then what the hell are you doing? But you might have found in the prep, um, while you are dieting or in the prep sort of phase, that your clothes choices might change slightly. So you might have been wearing a few more crop tops, a few more skinny jeans, or like things that are a bit more tighter fitting. And in the off season, we can start to feel a bit self-conscious. And this is when kind of like getting a bit more like creative with like your outfit choices and being really conscious of what makes you feel good and what potentially doesn't make you feel as good. I tend to kind of find I'm kind of in the middle. I've like, I've still got stuff that I can wear in prep and off season, but I still very much have a prep wardrobe and an off season wardrobe. And my off season is very much oversized. It's a lot of beanies. I wear, I've just found that I just feel my best in black and white and grey and a few beigey nude sort of tones. So yeah, off season, oversize is a vibe, okay? It makes you feel so much better. It's comfy. And in the post-show off season phase, like obviously your stomach isn't going to be like, for me, I feel quite um, self-conscious about my stomach. Nowhere else really, I've found it's usually just my stomach. And also when you're eating a lot more food, your waist isn't going to be as tight. So like kind of pinpoint where your kind of potential areas are, where you can feel a bit more self-conscious and kind of get a bit creative. As I say, go on Instagram. Like for me, I always talk about her, but like Sarah Ashcroft, like, you know, those sort of influences that you could say I've got always off-season bods, but you know what I mean when I'm saying that, because I still think they look absolutely insane. But that's kind of where I go for my inspiration and my reference point. So yeah, oversize is the way to go don't hate. Next one, self-love is even more important now more than ever. Don't start going to the vicious cycle. I've done this many times, not even when I, like just generally. (laughs) And like the way you think about yourself, be really conscious of that and kind of like pull yourself 
out of that and be aware of going, oh, I'm actually like, I'm kind of pushing the self-destruct button right now. I'm really hating on myself because if that's the way you see yourself right now, or that's the way you see your body, then that's going to trickle down through to everything. So it means that the way you behave, your actions that you're going to be taking are going to reflect that because it's all come from your brain, like initially. So for example, like if you don't feel good about yourself, then you are less likely to want to take care of yourself. So I notice this a lot where if I get really stressed or I'm not really like feeling myself, or I'm not really like in a very self-love sort of mode. I'm going to be honest. I'm really lazy with my skincare. I get lazy with loads of like beauty stuff and things that actually make you feel really good. I take less like time in the bath. I'm just like rushing everything. I'm rushing everything. I'm not really making an effort with my makeup. I'm not making an effort with my hair. I'm kind of not wearing like the nicest. I know there's other clothes in my wardrobe that make me feel better, but I choose not to wear them. And when I'm getting to that point, I'm thinking, mm, okay, let's, 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 let's take a moment right now. And then I make a real conscious effort. It's usually on like a Saturday or a Sunday. Sometimes it's a Wednesday, but hey ho, it doesn't matter what day it is. But if you find yourself kind of neglecting on the self-care front, that's a big red flag. That's a big sign that you need to switch up everything, make yourself feel good. Because if you take care of yourself, you're going to feel better and it's going to change the way you see yourself as well. I found that so much, especially in the post-show and off-season sort of phase. If I had a spray tan, my God, I felt so much better. If I put my eyebrows on in the morning, God damn, I felt so much better. If I made an effort with like, you know, going to get a blow dry. Who cares? If it's one blow dry in a year, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but those little things are so important. And you might just think, oh, what, like, what's, you know, what's a face mask going to do? Trust me, it does more than just making your skin feel good. Because you're literally like, showing yourself this is how I take care of myself and this is self-love this isn't the time to neglect that especially in post-show especially in off-season so make sure that is top of your priorities 100% next thing I've written down is there will be people that will disappear and go quiet I've noticed that over the years actually that there's certain people that kind of go really quiet on social media. You see a lot of them when they're on show day, when they're doing their preps, and then suddenly post-show, off-season, go quiet. I've done that in the past. When I was going through my last 2000... Was it 2000? Yeah, 2018, 2019, I, I rarely posted anything on social media because I just I just didn't feel comfortable in myself. I wasn't happy. I was going through quite a lot. With my own like post-show and off-season, sort of like that year was quite tough for me. So I feel like be aware that certain people would disappear and go quiet. People that you might have chatted to quite a lot. You might not hear from them. You might think they've kind of gone off the face of the face of the earth. It's nothing on you. But what I will say is people deal with this phase differently. And none of us are ever going to have a full picture of what is going on with other people. And I was like really guilty of doing this in 2018, 2019. I put on the biggest front whenever I saw anyone because I was just really struggling, like really struggling with everything. But I had to act like I was fine. I felt like I had to act like I was fine. So just be like, I guess, just be aware that that can happen and just, you know, respect people's distances. And yeah, it's just nothing really on you, but just be aware that people deal with, the, deal with these phases differently and people 
some people struggle. Some people really, really struggle. And it's okay if you don't want to be super open on social media. Like I go through phases and I just go, do you know what? I'm in the mood that I want to share. I want to post. Then I go through phases and I'm like, do you know what? I'm just really not feeling it. (laughs) I'm just going to watch from the sidelines. And that's absolutely fine to do. So don't feel like you owe anyone anything, but also be like, I guess like aware and respectful and just be like there to listen to people if they are, if you do get a bit of a vibe, um, you don't even need to say anything sometimes. Just say, hey, just wanted to drop a line. Hope you're okay. Thinking of you. And sometimes that can mean more to people than what you actually realize. So yeah, next one. Photo shoots must be done or fitness challenges. Something fun must be done. Have fun. So off season is you have so much energy. You might have a bit more money because you're not spending it on, um, <laughs> I know everything competing related. So utilize that, man. Like have fun. Do like spontaneous things. Yes, the bodybuilding lifestyle is quite, I don't want to say monotone. Is that the right word? No. Like automated. You know what I mean? It's very like samey sometimes because a lot of routine and the same things day in, day out, which is amazing, which is great. But there's still room and there's still a bit of time and room for fun, spontaneous stuff. So make sure you are doing that things, doing those things. Cause there might be like certain fitness challenges or things that you might have said no to in prep, whether it was energy or time or whether you just kind of didn't want to do that deadlift challenge because you just thought I do not want to mess myself up right now so whatever you've kind of been a bit more aware of that you've said no to make a conscious effort if that friend of yours did invite you to something and you kind of had to turn them down make sure you reach out to them again and go oh you know you wanted to do that thing let's go do it now because I find with friends and family they don't know whether to invite you or not. (laughs) Sometimes they don't know and they don't want to like invite you and then you say no and then you feel bad um, or you feel guilty or they feel guilty for asking. Like they, we have, we think everyone should be so aware of when we're on prep, when we're in off season, if we can do this, if we can't do that. But just be aware that like you need to kind of like communicate that with your friends and family being like oh let's go do something and be really proactive with it because I in the past I was just my friends like oh like I can like go out they're like oh I didn't realize and then we've gone out for food they're like oh can you eat this I'm like yeah but they, they're just none the wiser because they're not us okay they, they you know obviously our coach knows everything what phrase we're at but sometimes for our friends and family like it looks like the same thing when we're in prep and off season, it kind of looks very similar. So make a conscious effort to do fun things. Photo shoots as well. I always bang on about these girls, but I can't tell you how important it is to do it, especially in your off season, especially if you're not feeling a hundred percent yourself because you'll get a new lease of life and is important, as I mentioned on the Laura Sky episode, to document all parts of the process and not shine away and not feeling like you've got to hide anything in your off season I had so much fun especially doing the off season photo shoots and it was actually weird because I've done so many now it was strange for me to do a shoot with AK with Anna Cal um when I was lean I was like this is really strange because I'm just not used to doing it so yeah have fun guys and do fun stuff because prep will come around sooner than what you know and then you'll go oh damn okay so definitely do it. Spray tans and pro tan, yes. You can tell I literally draft these episodes. I'm like half asleep. It's usually when I can't sleep, I get these brainwaves. But as I said before, 
making yourself feel good is everything. Spray tans, pro tan, all the tan, any tan, right? It's going to make you feel so much better in the off season. And yeah, just always makes you feel so much better. So just get yourself a spray tan or get yourself some pro tan or get yourself any tan. Whack it on yourself during the off season and post show because you'll just feel a million times better. Next thing, if your coach isn't helping or being understanding, consider your options. I said get rid on here, but I feel like maybe a little bit too harsh. But sometimes a coach that you have for prep isn't the same one that you need in off-season. So your needs in off-season and prep are very different. And sometimes you might find that in the prep sort of phase, your coach is amazing. You get on really well. And you're on the you're in alignment with everything. Then you get to off season, and you might find that you maybe need a bit more support. You might need a different approach. You might need different things in the off season. Um, so don't be afraid to look elsewhere and see whether someone potentially is in, in alignment to you a bit more. But I would say. Unless you feel confident, I like this is my own personal opinion from my own experiences. I personally wouldn't go coachless in the off season. If I had half a brain that Joe has with this stuff, maybe, but I do think having accountability and someone to kind of bounce ideas off and have, as I say, accountability, I think the off season is really, really important, but you might feel like when you get to the off season and the post show sort of, um, you know, scenario, you might need a different approach and that coach can't give that to you and then you kind of feel like you're letting them down and you feel like you just kind of feel like you're just not in you're not with the right person so don't be afraid to change things up because the off season is so important both mentally and physically like mentally to make sure that you've got a good relationship with food and you're in just like you're happy and yeah just generally happy and healthy so just make sure if it isn't feeling right then just switch it up Okay, next. I think I've mentioned this before, but it's okay for your values to shift, alter or change in the off-season. I feel like prep Jasmine's a very, very different person to off-season Jasmine. I don't feel like they're as different as they used to be, but I remember a few years ago, prep Jasmine and off-season Jasmine were very two different Jasmines. And this might be the same for you. So like, you know, prep Hannah might be very, very different to off-season Hannah. And that's cool. And that's fine. It's fine for your values to shift. And we naturally evolve as people anyway. And I feel like our our ability to change and evolve kind of gets like, it's a bit more frequent because we go through all these different phases of the prep and the off season, the post show, et cetera, et cetera, in comparison to the normal person, quote unquote. So yeah, it's okay for things to change and things to alter and values to shift. Just don't like, don't feel like you've got to stay in this box like you dictate the box. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Next one, really important. I feel like so many of these are important, but don't rush straight into another prep. If you're not feeling it, some people will be able to recover fine. They do a, you know, maybe a six month off season and they're like, yep, yeah, great. Crack on next prep. You might be sitting there in six months time and go, oh, do you know what? I can't think of anything worse than bloody prepping again right now. That's all good. That's okay. Don't rush into another prep if you don't feel like you're sound. Like you get to the end of the reason why you stop prep is because you get to the point where you go, Oh, do you know what? Like I've kind of like, I've had enough in the nicest way. Like you kind of had enough. The same thing with off season. You kind of want to get to the point where you're like, Oh, do you know what? I feel like I've maximized as much as I can with my off season. 
Whereas I feel like occasionally people try and rush straight into another prep, maybe because they see their, you know, people that they competed with have gone straight back into another one. And just don't feel the pressure. Like, if you're not ready, you're not ready. And that's fine. <laughs> I wasn't ready for another three years, okay? Like, it does, there's no time frame on this stuff. Like, there is no time frame. And you've got to remember as well, like, if you're quite close to where you want to be with your physique and maybe the judges only want to see, like, ever so slight changes, then you might just need a six-month off-season and then go straight back in. You might have to really stay in an off-season for a long period of time if you actually want to make decent improvements. And that takes a long time, especially if you're a female, especially if you're an advanced trainer, and especially if you are natural for a long period of time too. So I'm literally speaking, that was Joe. You know, I get this all the time. I start talking, I'm like, I literally sound like Joe. And I literally just heard him talk about this stuff on consults. Oh, so funny. I hope he's proud of me. But yeah, it like this, the ability for you to gain muscle gets, I, wouldn't, I don't want to say it gets harder, but like, it sometimes take long. It takes longer than what you think. So don't rush it. And also, if you don't really feel like you're really there yet, like back into like a full solid routine or your food focus is still high in the off season, trust me, if you go straight back into a prep, that food focus is only going to get worse. And then the post show might not be the funnest either. So you really just want to take things at your own pace and no one can set that pace for you. You're not ahead you're not behind of anyone because this is your own journey and as I I took three years out I have no regrets it was the best thing for me I'm so glad I did it if you need two years you need two years no stress it's all good and trust me when people say the stage isn't going anywhere it really isn't because even for a bloody pandemic it technically didn't really go anywhere so there you have it right your social media feed right now is important be aware and conscious of this So I think I mentioned this before, but still really, really important to note. If your social media feed is not really making you inspired and not really helping you, like, for example, if I'm in prep, I'm not going to make sure my feed's full of food, realistically. It's probably going to be a lot of motivational stuff. It's probably going to be a mixture of people that are on prep, just because probably I'm like in that circle a little bit more. I find this hard kind of to talk about because I feel like my personal is kind of my personal, but then I, I obviously watch the compact feed. So I kind of dip in between, but as like someone that maybe has just one account, which is their own personal one off season, you might not really like get motivated or kind of get anything from seeing people on prep. You might do, but as I say, that's just the decision for you and just being really conscious and aware of is your feed making you feel positive? Is it kind of making you feel like nothing if it's making you feel like nothing then that's even more of a sign that it probably needs to be changed up and switched up a little bit I just try and I just tend to find that I just like going on Pinterest <laughs> that's my thing I spend a lot of time on Instagram anyway obviously with the business and that sort of thing so I like to kind of switch it up and if I'm in if I need a bit of a laugh a bit of a giggle I go on TikTok and just watch random stuff and then if I want to feel inspired and just in kind of like a good headspace I just tend to find Pinterest. It's just a nice one for me. Yeah, just be really aware of that. And the last thing I want to say, it's just because it's down on here, um, is don't make any rash decisions, brackets, if possible. Some things that can't be avoided, but generally, prep brain takes a while to wash off. 
sometimes it, I don't actually think it fully goes away, <laughs> but it takes a while for your prep brain to kind of get settled. So until you feel somewhat settled, don't feel like you have a massive need to make any big decisions or rash decisions if you can avoid it and if you don't feel like it's the right time to make those decisions either. Because I just feel like prep brain, you're in a certain headspace. And I feel like sometimes when I've looked at things in while I'm in prep and then I've kind of gone back to that period of time when I'm in off season, my perspective is very different and the way I interpret things is very different and the kind of decisions I make are very, very different. So just be aware of that and you'll be absolutely fine. Like you'll be absolutely fine. I do feel like every single post-show, every single off season, like it gets easier and it gets harder in different ways, but it's still a journey in itself. And I feel like going through this process again, like I'm just about going into my post-show and off-season phase. Do I, I have no, I don't know what it's going to be like this time, but I do generally hope and believe (laughs) that it's going to be a lot better in the sense that I have more experience. The hope for this episode of me sharing my own things is going to help some of you girls and guys um, that are going through that stage right now. I'm going to be trying to focus a bit more on that topic now into these podcasts I might try and get a few couple or good oldies reposted just in case they get lost but I hope that helps as I always say emails are always open dms are always open if you do want to reach out and you do need to speak to someone I'm always here to help so yeah I hope that was a good episode guys and I will see you all in the next episode